My name is Andy Lemasugu, and this is my take. Welcome to it. We start this episode here. Are you going to just keep it in the gold palette, or are you going to add the touch of reds no. and blues and stuff? In a dress fitting at a fashion studio in Mill Park, where okay, media celebrity Unatim Sengana is trying on a dress that her designer for 14 years, Asanda Machibi, is creating for an upcoming high-profile musical performance. Body of animal, yes. wings of animal to the back. It's clear watching them interact that they take this creative process rather seriously. Colors, fabric, finishes. This is all business. Right. So the fence is perfect, Unati's personal media brand and industry interests are literally worth millions. The attention to detail given to her image and styling choices for every public appearance, musical performance and business engagement is certainly not a self-indulgent exercise. This is part one of my take on the transition from craftsmanship to entrepreneurship, as observed in the lives of two incredibly talented South African women with whom I have a shared history. No, not that kind of history. Professional history. First, Asanda Majibi, the eccentric and very loud fashion designer to the stars, aka Hurricane in a Mug, whose work has graced catwalks around the world. <laughs> and Unatim Sengan, the multi-talented musician, media personality, and media mogul in the making. Why haven't you made me this? Why haven't you made me that? I want this on it! Such divas. By the way, I'm deeply indebted to my mate Carl Bates for sharing his insights on craftsmanship and entrepreneurship with me and for emphasizing the importance of recognizing the difference between the two. Shout out to you, Carl. Thanks for proving at least one good thing aside from kiwi fruit can come out of New Zealand. <laughs> Just kidding. So nearly a decade and a half ago, Asanda designed Unati's graduation dress. I was curious to know if the dynamic between them has changed at all over the years and whether having me document their creative process was unnerving. We have no issues with people knowing what she's making because they never know how it's going to turn out. It's all in the fit, darling. It's all in the tailoring. It's all in the finish. It's all in the finish. So how would you feel about it if there were, if there were cameras? Would I have to switch off the camera while I did the interview or is that cool too? It's fine. I almost want to say we've had awkward moments when we've seen that we've inspired people's dresses. That's not my doing, though, because I'm not that designer, right? So she's had, she's had awkward moments. She's had awkward moments because they're copying her designs. I just wear them well. I'm not just like, I'm just a mannequin. Like, she tells me what I'm going to wear, what kind of mood I must be in, what kind of energy I must exude. So if she's feeling skanky that week, I'm always skanky. If she's feeling ladylike and Grace Kelly like, then I'm going to bring out the Grace. If Friday I had a gig at Metro and I brought out like my vintage Asanda, which was a black leather waistcoat, black and pants and I hoid it with all stars so I, that was the tomboy so she, she caters to every woman there's a soul sister vibe that hangs in the air when you're around these two it's all business sure but there's definitely something else too mutual respect passion love mischief what makes our synergy or collaboration work she's a tomboy I'm a tomboy she gets to get on stage and look all pretty and graceful. She gets to wear her own outfits every day. So I go through FOMO every day I get here. I'm like, I think our styles are very similar because we can shift from tomboy to African goddess to graceful queen to a bitch in the boardroom. Excuse my language. Yes, but yes. Well, I think they call that being, uh, what's the word? Uh, versatile, yeah. Thanks for the English. 
Bonati's life's hectic, Joe. As we speak, Asanda's working around us, pinning the dress in a million places. Bonati's on her mobile phone, sending emails, posting social media updates, and occasionally cancelling the half dozen or so calls from randoms trying to reach her so we can do this interview. I'm Instagramming the, the color palette of Saturday's designs because Osomizi is um, he's he's just come from my band rehearsal so he's choreographing for his dances so he needs to know the color pa- palette so he doesn't like clash. In case you're wondering Unati is talking about choreographer Somizi Mklong her fellow celebrity judge on the latest season of Idol South Africa. Get with the program y'all. Get with the program. Is this how the setup goes every time you guys get together for, to plan for something big? Yes. We've we've termed it cryptic conversations because she'll just send me like fabric beads that could possibly go with it and then she'll say yo nay and then depending on my mood because I'm very moody I'll be like no I hate it. <laughs> I never say I hate it with her though she does and and then this is where the cryptic part comes in I'll be like okay sure I'll do this and this and this and this and and say a whole lot of mambo jambo and then she'll like run that by me again I'll be like don't worry you'll see it and so who picked the yellow of this particular outfit? I, she hates this yellow, right? And How she's been hiding... When I'm wearing it. It's a different yellow. It's a different yellow and it's a different fabric. Yours is stretchy and this one's like a crushed linen-y, silky vibe. What's it? What is it? Cotton. Great. You see, you see. So I've wanted this yellow for, for ages. I actually, this is how it happens. I actually saw it on Anele. And I was like, Chamam. saw it on me in Cape Town at the airport. And then she... Got me, so I left it there. This was last year, and then this year when Anela was emceeing my gig, I was like, "Jamam, where'd you get that dress?" She's like, oh, "I found a way to." Anela Mtota is, of course, Unati's celebrity buddy from Nine Four Seven. She's also one of Asanda's clients. So I confronted her, like, "Why are you giving other people the fabric, and you you refuse to give me the fabric?" So eventually she agreed, because then we had to find like the the appropriate beading that goes with. She calls me Unontiimbi. That's my nickname because I'm obsessed with beads, and I really am. And it's just, I can't, I, I don't know what to say. I can't run away from beads. Don't and you've, you've got quite a few going on here. There's like at least no, three, four different many. kinds. Too many. That's all that we can say. She's got too many. By the time this flights, uh, you'll have all these pictures and I'm going to share them with, the, with everyone listening. Please do. It's going to, by the time it's, it's uh, flights and by the time I get on stage on Saturday at the DSTV Delicious Festival, it's going to be a he- very heavy garment. Bina! We're being interrupted. Fortunately, it's Unati's husband, Thomas, on the line, confirming that Unati will be picking up their 10-year-old son from school. And he's a nice guy, so I didn't have to get violent. It's going to be a very heavy garment because it's, it's got a lot of layering, poofy skirt, and the, the beadwork is quite intensive as well. But I don't mind that. I don't mind suffering for, for beauty. No, that's why she she doesn't mind making me suffer so that she can look beautiful of course Asanda's lying because there's no place you'd rather be than in a room making beautiful things that's the sad part (laughs) it's a cross you bear with joy I am sure so eventually the fitting ended and I finally had Unati and Asanda's undivided attention. Well, kinda. So according to your Instagram and Twitter bios, you're a village girl who found gold. And clearly you have, because you've got gold at least on half that outfit right now. <laughs> see what I did there? Yes, yes, love your, love your play with words. I, my gold is my dreams and I'm living my dreams. So I'm still constantly, continuously. Finding that gold. 
Okay, so that is so it's a metaphor, clearly. I, I couldn't have been money or something material like that. No, because I still need to get that. <laughs> you need to get it, but but it ain't all. It is. No, 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 of course not. There's more, but it's, it's yeah, that's what it is, village girl. Because I can't believe my life as well, you know, so I can't act like I'm, I'm it's not amazing, it's amazing, and I can't act like I know Tusi because it shocks me, and I can't act like I thought this would happen because I never did. So I must always be honest and always be grateful. So then I decided to catch up on all the things Unati's got going right now. So you're judging on idols. How's that going? Amazing. Starts 12th of July on uh, Mnet and Mzanzi Magic and 199 simultaneously. Dang, you're taking over Mnet. You're taking over... You're taking over DSTV? What the heck? Woo. No, I'm just thankful that they want me on all those platforms, Joe. Like, <laughs> you know, forever grateful. It's the, it's the people, actually, because, I mean, they wouldn't put you up there. People didn't, didn't you know, want you to see you there. And it's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. It's my fifth year, so I'm shocked that I'm still there after. Dang, five years? Yeah, you know, Plex. Everyone's like, make the most of it because you're not coming back next season. They cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won't choose you again next season. So I'm, I'm, I'm very shocked that I'm still there after five years. And then you've got a um, new co-host in, in the form of Somizi, who's, you know, you're collaborating with for your... Well, the next thing I want you to catch up on is your brand new album. Yeah, and that's... We, we yeah. Not so brand new. Not so brand new, but my la- run, yeah, so... That's what I was going to actually... Uh, well, that's what I should have said, actually, because run is what's, like, blazing YouTube at the moment, blazing on, you know, the, the, the music channels and stuff, people showing love, enjoying, uh, enjoying the ride. It's amazing, and I mean, like Run is Run is like the 3D version of the album cover, right? The 3D version of Unati's life, living her dreams, living her dreams. I said something more eloquently than y'all. Whatever. <laughs> okay, now I'm concerned because if you, so what are your dreams? Your dream. Now I'm trying. <laughs> she's a cow. She's a cow. My, no, she means my dreams are. Yeah, as in just breaking the boundaries, um, dispelling stereotypes, um, tearing down barriers and walls. Um, Show them you still got it. Yeah. <laughs> Showing them that she still got it. We clearly couldn't get Asanda to sit down for this interview. Pants in a pants or something. Uh, FYI, Asanda's voice isn't usually as husky as she sounds in this episode. <laughs> She was just fresh from a fight she'd had with her weekend, and the weekend won. It's hard. How old am I? I'm 30-something. seven. You guys the same age? Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're, we're, professionally, we're forever 34, because it sounds more appealing. 27. No, we're 37, Joe. I've got two kids. For I think for Asanda and I, the collaboration with the Run video was very important because... We had to reinvent the wheel. We 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 hinted with the album cover, which is beautiful, um, but we knew that we had to tell a story in motion, and it had to 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 fit the storyline. It had to fit the 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 theme of the song and the message. So it it was wonderful just meeting with pre-production. We've never done a music video like this ever. So literally, Asan and I met. We started designing. Um, so music came along to start saying, okay, this is going to work for movement, this is not, just amending that. And then we had to invite Kim, our makeup artist, to see the palette, um, then invite Jawad, the hairstylist, to see what he's going to do with the hair. And then the final meeting was literally with our director, 
Um, and he was back and forth here in the studio, back and forth with Sumi's in the studio. And our final pre-production meeting, there were like, I don't know, eight to 12 people around the, the boardroom table, just literally finalizing. It, it was like shooting a movie. We've never, we've never shot a music video like this. Usually I'm like, Asana, I got two outfits. What do you want? I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And then she makes, and then I make it go with that. But it's, it was, you can see, like the thought. Conceptualized. Yeah. Lots of effort went into it. Which I like, I, yeah, I've done lots of things, but nothing like that. And she's very cynical with her work. She doesn't like her work and she's never happy. And you always going to tell her, it's amazing, give me a And then only when she sees it in the picture, she's like, oh, okay, it was okay. But she'll never say her work is great, right? So this time, she actually, after the video, she's like, nuts. Please can we find somewhere to wear these outfits, even if we break them up, because they're so beautiful. So I was giggling at home going, I shame there was no. I shame there was no. So I think, yeah, we're both excited. But as Usomiz was telling me today on the on the phone, he was saying he feels sorry for us for the next video. Because <laughs> he says, and that's My question is, can it get any racier than run? Did yes. you see what I did there? Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Racier than run. I think we shouldn't be stereotypical and we shouldn't be predictable. So maybe it's just going to be like slow and like black and white and just very, we like to be sensual and sexy. Never sexual. You still doing voices for Disney's Doc McStuffins or was that something you did once or? That was a special cameo that uh, Disney created for me, which was absolutely beautiful. Um, no one on the continent has ever voiced a Disney Junior character. Never mind in South Africa. Never mind a woman. Three clicks. How you doing? <laughs> so that was that was very special, and it was very special because it came at a very tumultuous time in my life. You know, where professionally people were trying to steal my joy. So, <laughs> so it was nice to know that powerful, productive people were watching. It came a month after my Nickelodeon nomination um, for being one of the continent's uh, best radio voices. So that was, a, that was a good time for me. Last year was, was beautiful. Are you still involved with uh, MasterChef SA? People probably don't know that you actually co-own uh, the, the production company Lucky Bean Media. Yeah. Well, we'd, we've, we've just fly to the final uh, episode and Chris, the comedian, won MasterChef South Africa. MasterChef Celebrity South Africa. Um, so we're still involved with that. We've got a new TV series out now on Sundays, 6 o'clock before Carte Blanche, um, before Idols kicks off. And it's what channel? Mnet, and it's called My Story. So... The first guest was PJ Powers. Then we had Rake Nietling. Last week we had the cousin, Barry Hilton. Uh, and this coming week you must watch the space. Part of the reason I didn't know about that is because I don't own a television. But also part of the reason you don't, you don't know about that is that I don't want people to know about it. It's, it's, but it's like the real work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's deliverables. It's budgets. It's people's lives. Uh, people that we hire. It's building it's 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 sweets it's creating stories so that's that's my real day job it's the grind of entrepreneurship which transcends one's love and commitment to the craft and it's not for everyone if it's the most important work she does why don't we hear her talk more about it i just don't like talking you know what i mean and I, i'm not one of those people who like to talk about what i have or what i own or what i'm capable of doing for me i just like my work to speak for itself it's the kind of work i love doing because i know it's going to be the work that i continue to do once i'm off 
um, the television screen and I've shut down the mic and I've switched off the power. You know, it's 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 the stuff. It's the legacy I'm I'm building for my children, and that's that's the estate I've I've got to pay attention to because when I'm gone, you know, they'll either have to sell or take over. Let's not forget that Unati is a key member of what's arguably the most popular and commercially successful team in South African radio. Metro FM's The Avenue with Glenn and Unati. Are you enjoying the new time slot at Metro? No, I'm not enjoying the new time slot at Metro. I have to wake up at 3.45 every morning. And then when I leave work, it's 8 o'clock. So I'm driving into traffic and it takes me 45 minutes to get home. So the physicality of the time, we are not enjoying. And we're all honest about this. And our, our, our bosses are fine with our honesty. But we love the new challenge of changing South Africa's literally the way South Africa lives. You know, we're enjoying waking people up, hearing people that they're waking up an hour earlier because we are missing out commercially on that hour, you know. So we, we enjoy the challenge. We we always enjoy being given impossible tasks. We were moved from afternoon drive because we had doubled the numbers in four years and they said we had to um, make sure the breakfast hours are the same as afternoon drive because morning breakfast is always morning drivers always had less listeners than afternoon drive so that was a challenge that we took on and it was wonderful achieving that as well um, so now that we've got the numbers finally equal to afternoon drive they like give us an extra hour so we, we love challenges it's boring you know just being comfortable and rocking up at work and not understanding that you've got things to achieve so it's, it's, it's nice being challenged because it also means that we're still valued but that guy, Glenn, as well. I mean, he, he probably makes it worth getting up most mornings, I'm sure. She's shaking her head with us like, look. What a pain. I love him. He's amazing. You know, he's, he's had the opportunity to co-host with other people. And it's, you know, unfortunately, it didn't work out um, for them. But obviously, fortunately for me, it, it did. And eight years later, we're still going strong. Sometimes we're like brother and sister. Sometimes we're like husband and wife. Sometimes we like hate each other and can't stand the, the 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 not the sight of someone can't stand the sound of each other's voices, and that's what makes for good radio because we wouldn't be able to be as honest emotionally if it wasn't intrinsically embedded in trust and love and respect. But shout out to the whole team as well, Mel and is it Simon? Uh, Owen Honey. Owen Honey and Melby. And yeah. Is it Melby? Melby. You know, we call her Melby sometimes to annoy her. We're like, Spice Girl. <laughs> well, shout out to the whole team, man. We've actually got a 10-man team, and I think that's what makes it so successful, and people don't understand that we've got six people in production, three in content, three in um, technical, and then we have the four on-air-man team. So it's, it's, it's a huge collaboration that has to come with being confident in yourself enough to allow yourself to share that space and even to be in that space which, with such great voices, um, with amongst such strong thinkers. Then there's Unati, the good wife. So your wife and a mother, shout out to Thomas. Hi, what up, Livy? <laughs> <laughs> there's love in the building. No, but like... I think, you know, we don't take ourselves seriously, you know what I mean? We don't take the relationship, like, too morbidly either, so... We're what are you first, though? Are you a wife first or a mother? 
I wouldn't be a mother without being a wife, even though I did the mother thing before the wife. <laughs> I can hear, I can I can see him like I can imagine him right now listening to the going yeah 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 I'm a wife first, you know. We we've been taught spiritually that the the family union is is nothing without the the marriage of the the foundation of marriage. So we're on unapologetically a partnership first, and then we're a parenthood second. Yeah. Whoop. Here comes the little marriage debate we had and a quick update on Asanda's dating status. Listen up, fellas. I, I totally believe that. I believe marriage is for two people. Uh, every, every, oh, pe- listen, that, listen, listen. Stuff the kids. No, no, I didn't say stuff the kids. They come later. They, 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 it has to be, the foundation has to be focused on the two people that literally shape the foundation of that home, color the, oh, yeah. the canvas. We're going to grow all together. It's fine. It's fine. The kids are going to go away and have their own husbands. No, no, no. I just believe that parents, children, siblings, everybody supporting cost. That's what I believe. I just believe, like, because I spent December with Asanda, we were in Cape Town and we misbehaved. I just believe... everyone misbehave. We always misbehave. I just believe when that guy who deserves her, because she's also very picky... I think when that guy comes along, she's gonna, she's gonna get weak in the knees, and then she's gonna be like, "Oh, Insta, now I get what you mean." <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going like, "Andy, let's not try. It's it's impossible for us to try and convince her." I can imagine she'll be like, "Come on, baby, let me beat your locks." <laughs> oh damn! Yes, let me give her some sugar. Let me give her some sugar, sugar, sugar. Yes, yes, yes. No, let me, let me do you right that way. Yes, yes. Let me okay. make you let me make you like a nice dash shake. <laughs> Like, baby, let me upgrade you. Yeah. All right, all right. Enough of that. Locks or not, if you're a solid brother looking for a strong woman is all I'm saying. Asanda's going to kill me for that. Now on to more serious matters. I remember you asking Asanda to make you a velvet dress back in the day. Oh, Andila, thank you for being my witness. And what did she say? She said, heck to the no. She said, hell no. <laughs> well, Chonga, at that time, people were wearing juicy cultural velvet velo pajamas now it's different it's elegant again so am i forgiven of course you are asunder because y'all nearly broke the internet at least instagram with that picture the thing is right asana and i've i've had to learn to be mature about this and she was she acted like she was joking where she says we've had awkward moments where literally we'll be together and we'll be like Bitch just stole your look, Asanda. And I'll literally say that to us. I'm, Kibi, this bitch just stole your look. So we have had those awkward moments. But this is her, ne? She has robbed me of a velvet dress for 14 years because that's how long she's been making my, my, my wardrobe. I wear it twice. I wore a brown version, then I wore a remix navy version. I walk in here, there's velvet everywhere. This is her. Velvet everywhere, yeah. And then then I must be mature. I'm saying, are you making someone else my outfit? And then she go, Unsta, you're just like inspirational to other kids. (laughs) And I'd be like, Kibi, are you, Kibilish, are you, did you take my, the design you didn't like? Did you just take and replicate that? Now my backing vocalist, literally, this Saturday on stage is going to have a knee-length version of the very dress she hasn't wanted to make me for 14 years. This is Asanda Majib. And people, and people like, you know, in the industry when they're trying to get like all catty, they're like, Unati, police Asanda. No one police Asanda. This is not a knife in the side. It's a no, knife in the freaking back. No, I want in the chest. In I want to look me deep in the eye. <laughs> in the chest. No, man. 
Many years ago, I was brand manager at a couture brand called Sun Goddess. And one of my responsibilities was to manage relationships we had with high-profile clients like Unati and leverage the publicity that came from designing for them. Asanda was Sun Goddess's head designer at the time, opinionated and headstrong as ever. So, Janet Jackson got her velvet robe, and Unati eventually got her velvet dress. So you're probably wondering what everything you've heard so far has to do with that transition I mentioned from craftsmanship to entrepreneurship. Well, you'll just have to hang in there for part two when it all comes together. And we'll start by finding out how Asanda lost a Disney character and Unati dropped a Backstreet Boy. I can hear you going, huh? <laughs> Don't you worry, all will be revealed in part two of my take on the transition from craftsmanship to entrepreneurship. Featuring the fabulous Unatim Sengana and the uber-talented Asanda Majivi. <laughs> <laughs>